Hello, and welcome to our podcast, Dad Educates Daughter, on 80s music. This is episode 18. I'm Russell, and this is my daughter, Rebecca. Hello, Rebecca. Hiya, Dad. You okay? I'm fine, thank you. Good, good. So, did you enjoy this week? This week's been an odd week, you know. I thought it might be. Yeah, like it's, I don't know. a mixture. Yeah, I thought that because there have been times where I'm like, how does this person and this person, how are they like related in genre or anyway? It was was sort of the crossover week, I suppose. And um, there was, so like landscape, I just didn't know where to put them. Yeah. So they they went in with this one. No, exactly. So, yeah, they were probably the one that sort of, but I think they sort of went with Bow Wow Wow, who weren't the same genre as the first two. Not that they were the same. Really. I was going to say, you're telling me that Sushi and Banshee no, and no. Bad, and bad Manners, manners are the same. No, no, no. No, you, you literally had four different types. I thought so. I thought so. But I guess it's given me that whole range of genre and types of music that was in the 80s anyway so yeah it's been a we're saying odd week but not odd week as I usually say it yeah as in it is just an odd one out week okay but I'll tell you what though it was very hard to pick hits and misses this week oh okay and I have written down my hits and misses right okay but even after I wrote them down I'm like oh should that one be over there or that one be over there? So I might still make the final decision as I'm saying that I might stick with what I've got. We'll see. But I've been very back and forth with these hits and misses this week. Oh, it's like that, is it? Yeah. Ah. Okay. So what about then for number ones? So originally I said two, but I want to go with four. So it could be two or four. Number ones. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You actually listened to none this week. Oh, okay. So it'd be interesting right. to know who you thought was definitely like the two, who you thought then was a the number one, or was you yeah, just... Yeah, I thought um, Susie. Is it Susie? It is. Right, because it's not spelled how I thought it was going to be. No. Spelled. So I thought two would come from Susie and the Banshees. Uh-huh. My other two, if it was to go four, I was going to push for Bow Wow Wow and Bad Manners. Uh-huh. But I was unsure. Yeah. Okay. So what are your favourite songs for each, if you've got one? I have got one. It was a bit difficult to choose for certain ones, but I managed. I did find one. So for Susie and the Banshees, I went for Cities in the Dust. For Bad Manners, which was hard to pick for, that was the one that was hard, I went for uh, Special Brew. For Bow Wow Wow, I Want Candy. And landscape was Einstein a go-go. Yeah, I managed. Yeah, okay, that, that's good. I think we're down to two that you haven't, isn't it, now? No, just one. Just still select. Still just one, yeah. Oh, okay. I've had weeks where I'm like, I've nearly not been able to pick. It's been a hard, yeah. like that really rocky week, I was like, I nearly couldn't pick, but the last song got me. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's only been selected that I've not been able to pick from. So let's talk music. Yeah. Susie and the Banshees in. How did you find them? Yeah, so they're very happy. It's happy music. Like, it's uplifting. Can sing along to it, you know, like, it was different to hear that after having so much instrumental. Like, I feel like in my head, I was just like, oh, I'm not going to have much to listen to. It's all going to be instrumental, but obviously we've moved on from that anyway. So the first, like, I had two thoughts about it because obviously I listen once in my car and then I listen to make my notes so my car listening I was like it's a bit weird comes across a bit hippie weren't really feeling it that much but the second listening I realized like because why I thought it was hippie is there's a lot of distinctive instruments now I don't know what instruments they've used but the way that they use them and the sound that they have is very distinctive and the background music is like I've never heard anything like it before so when I listened to it the second time, I was like, oh, it's not just that. Like, they do sing a lot. And they actually like what they're singing about. And they actually gave me Florence and the Machine vibes. Like, they reminded me of Florence and the Machine. Like, that's what I'm going to relate them to in music that I've listened to, like, that I'm into. But it was very easy listening. 
And I got that 80s feeling again. I knew I was listening to 80s. So what genre do you think they were? Well, I did right at the end when I was, this is when I was listening to video, watching videos. I thought a bit of a hint of rock was in there. Because whenever you give me genres, there's always made up ones that I've never heard of in my life. So it could be anything. But I, th- I think there might be some sort of rock in there. I don't know whether it's like glam rock, art rock, you know, like one that isn't, or like pop rock, one that isn't direct rock. It's got a little bit of something to it. So they're a bit like the Cure, I suppose. They are rock, but I suppose it's alternative rock. Okay, yeah. Which was the Cure. Which I didn't like. Yes. These don't sound like the Cure. But wow. the vocals really set the tone. Uh-huh. Like, I think the vocals do it for me. The vocals change everything. Because the way that she, Susie, I'm guessing it is, is the vocals. But the way that she is, that's just how the song is going to be. And she's got a really nice voice. There's a lot of songs. And to be honest, I did like quite a few. Like there was a few that I did like. A few just didn't connect with me. But they're actually like normal. Like something that you can listen to, not just random and weird and like just weird music. It was actually like sing-along you know, you've got your lyrics and you've got your music and it weren't too much of either of them. It was a nice balance and it weren't too, like, weren't anything in your face or anything mm-hmm. like that. I weren't expecting her to look like she does though, but she looks very familiar. Like, I feel like I've seen her somewhere before, but I don't know where. So when I was watching the videos, I was like, why do I know your face? But I don't know. Right. But she's very, like, I feel like, I'm going to say this for everyone this week, they're very mm-hmm. out there. They're very different, all of these artists. Like, they're... You've not seen anyone like them before and none of them, like, it's an odd week and none of them really sound like the other. Mm-hmm. Like, you wouldn't ever put them together either. It's a very small group I got. Yeah. And they like to wear bold patterns and it's just a bit, the videos can be a bit weird. I feel like they're a little bit weird and, like, the thing that got me the rock hint is I was watching Dear Prudence and they're a bit gothic, like, they're really heavy makeup and the outfits they're wearing is like lace and well in the dear prudence video Mm. robert smith i think is i'm pretty sure he's in that one and he was the lead he is the lead singer of the cure so he was part of he was part of this group for a bit when the cure sort of um had a bit of time out i suppose he he joined susie and the banshees and then went back to the cure Ah, so that's why they're quite, like you can put them on the same yeah. level as well because of that. Ah, okay. But she also changed a lot over the years as well. Uh huh. So Susie and the Banshees are Susan Ballion, otherwise known as Susie Sue, um, on vocals. John McGeoch, who we've heard of before. So he was guitar. He was in the band between 1980 and 1982, and then he left to join Visage. I was going to say, where, why do I know that name before? But yeah, yeah. Robert Smith, guitar on between 82 and 84. So he took over. Right. And he was from, or is, the lead singer of The Cure. Ah, so that was his gap. Right. You had Peter Budgie Clark on the drums. You had Stephen Severin on the bass and keyboards. And you had John Valentine Carruthers on guitar from 84 to 87. Then you had John Clean from 87 till 95. Martin McCurrick was keyboards from 87 till 95. That's a lot bigger than I thought it was, you know. But you have, I mean, when you think about it. But there's got, overlaps. and The vocalist, you've got a guitar, you've got drums, and you've got keyboards and bass. But even though, even because Stephen Severin originally was bass and keyboards, and then obviously they brought in Martin McCurrick in 1987. To then just be keyboards. Ah. Yeah, it's a nice small group. And it's, they're all men by the singer. Yes. She's got a really nice voice. So, yeah, only Susie Sue and Stephen Severin have been in the band from the formation to the breakup in 1996. They went through, and what year were they formed? They were formed in 1976 in London. Oh, wow. So- Two decades they were. And when they formed, their drummer was Sid Vicious, who left for the Sex Pistols in 1977 before any official recordings were made. He was replaced then by Kenny Morris, who left in 1979, and then he was replaced by Budgie, Peter Budgie Clark. 
So hence Peter Budgie Clark, although he's been with them through their most successful years, he wasn't with them in the formation, unlike Susie Sue and Stephen Severin. That's why he's not been with them all the time. Yeah. But yeah, so Sid Vicious from Sex Pistols, he was originally the drummer for Susie Sue. So there you go. They reformed. So they, they broke up, just so you know, in 1996. Yeah. And they reformed in 2002 for a tour with Susie Sue, Steve Severin and Peter Budgie Clark. And they were joined by Knox Chandler on guitar. Oh, what made them rejoin? Like just to do like a reunited tour thing? They just done a tour. Yeah, probably needed some money. Yeah, I was going to say, get some money in their pockets and then disappear yeah. again. Fair enough. Yeah. So they've had seven albums in the 80s and they had 11 in total the last being in 1995. Yeah, their prime time is the 80s, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And they had two top 10 hits. Oh, okay. I wonder whether, mm, to be fair, though, I didn't think about the two specific ones. But, you know, I said that I thought that there would be two number ones from them. Well, their first hit, which I gave you, was Hong Kong Garden. Yeah. That got to number seven. However, the reason I gave you that is it was their big hit that, gotten noticed yeah yeah. that was in 1978 that was nearly my favorite you know yeah so they did have a few minor hits you know top 40 but not in the like top 20 yeah um and then obviously we're going to the 1980s and they had happy house in 1980 at number 17 they had christine also in 1980 that was at number 22 then you had spellbound 1981 and that got to number 22 then you had arabian nights also in 1981 and that got to number 32 okay so you can see at the moment there's nothing you know not really hit and then 1982 again fireworks and wait for this it was number 22 <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's three, a lucky number three, three they've had at number 22 yeah um then you had dear prudence 1983 and this was their big hit because it got to number three. Okay, I would have said that would be... Mm, no, it is a good one. Then you had Swimming Horses, 1984. That got to number 28. Then you had Dazzle, also 1984. And that got to number 33. Then you had your favourite, wasn't it? 1985, Cities in Dust. Yeah. Got to number 21. Ooh, that's not bad. It's outside the 20. That's not bad. Leave it alone. 1986, Candyman, got to number 34. I thought that song was going to be completely different because um, who sings Candyman? Is it Gwen Stefani, I think? She sings a version of Candyman, and I was like, oh, I wonder if this is like... And she covered it. Completely different. <laughs> uh, 1987, This Will's on Fire, got to number 14. And then 1988, Peekaboo, Number 16. Okay, so they never really, like, it's not like they had any, I mean, their number 32 was probably their worst. Like, it's not like, and I, mean, I can there see is, why, they have like, had, not, you know, 19, oh no, it was in the 90s, so they're still going in the 90s. Well, yeah, they didn't break up till 96 or something. But yeah, 1987, Song from the Edge of the World, that only got to 59. I mean, you're always going to have ones especially in the 80s you're gonna have ones that aren't gonna make the top 40 because there's just so much music and I think to get any you know they've got a nice amount in there considering yeah and it's it's not like they've had a time where it stopped at 84 and then they didn't get any so their music must have been crap they've obviously done well throughout and their music is good so you're gonna have some that aren't gonna get in aren't you so it's a competition isn't it so I don't think that's too bad for seven albums no well, 11 in total, but yeah, seven in the 80s. But the 80s, so yeah. yeah. Okay, moving on then. Is yeah. Anything else oh, what what genre were they? Just the alternative rock? Alternative there rock, There weren't anything yeah, else? Yeah. That, that rock, it. Oh, okay, so, so there weren't anything else. No, that was it. So you've had that much rock, I know when a song's yeah. been rock now. Yeah. So, moving on then. Bad Manners. Yeah. Well, these are an odd one, aren't they? <laughs> like, what on earth? Were you thinking when you gave me these? You can't like, have everyone, haven't you? Do I remember? I mean, can you can you be counted? They're just like what? Like they they sound fun, 
Let, let's just rewind. Let's just rewind. Susie and the Banshees had two top tens. Please how many do you think more? Bad Manners had? Well, you're going to say more. Well, no. How many four. would you have said? I want to say none. Okay. I don't get how any of these got in the top 40. How about four? Well, how? <laughs> like, who? What? Who? Like, what are these? So these are Scar, Two-Tone. Okay, so yeah. like the specials, like Madness, like Selector. And I can't remember the other ones. That there, was, there was four. Of them, yeah, there was others, yeah. The other ones are gone. Oh, um, Engl- the beat. Yeah, English yeah. English beat. So, yeah, so they're, they're on that. This is So this is probably the last that you'll hear of Scar, I think. Can't think of any others coming up. Still don't do anything for me. Like, I just, there's not much vocals. <laughs> we didn't like, nee, 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 no, no, no. Like, the only reason I picked Special <laughs> Brew is because it's actually got a bit of vocals to it and has a bit of content. The rest of it, like, they did the can-can. The can-can. Have you seen them on top of the pops for can-can? <laughs> Watch it. He's in a yellow dress and he's just having a time of his life. Well, that's, that's good, isn't it? He's enjoying himself. I bet the crowd were loving it. No, not really. No? When it, like, so I watched two Top of the Pop videos for these and the crowd were kind of there, like, just existing. There was no noise. They weren't, because you can't sing along. You can't just, you know, sing the music. Like, it was just a bit weird. But, and, like, the other Top of the, top of the Pops one I watched was Special Brew and they're all in, like, hula skirts and it's, like, a theme. But they've got suits on the top. I'm like, what on earth is this group? And the guy, he just seems like a happy-go-larry lad, doesn't he? The, in quotation marks, singer. Well, you wait till you find out his name. But in quotation yeah. marks, singer, he's just there on a rocking chair yeah. doing yeah. his little bit of special and he's got a very big mouth, hasn't he? Blooming heck, his mouth is big. He, like, puts the microphone in his mouth at one point. I'm like, what are you? Like... Well, I could just go on about this group. I've not even started on them, really. Like, they sounded fun, and I was interested by the... Like, I saw Can Can, and was like, oh, is that Can Can? Is that the Can Can? Because what am I listening to? Why have I got that? And then one of the artwork, it looks like it portrays this... It looks like party music. Like, it's an animated artwork, and it's bright yellow, and I'm like, okay, might be a bit cheesy, and like the first song, Ninu Nana, what's the, what's the name? I was like, well, that's a, you know, that's a fun sounding song. We're going to have a bit of cheesy music. No, there's no <laughs> cheese. It's just music with this jolly man having the time of his life. He's getting paid for nothing, really. Like, there's no content. There's nothing. It's just sound. <laughs> So what was your first imp- So you're in the car. You don't know what's happening. You obviously do not know what's coming. No. What were your first thoughts? I suppose, of obviously, the first song was Nee, 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 Nu, 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 Na, Na, whatever yeah. it goes. But um, what about for the others? Like Lip Up Fatty. Well, that's just got a weird name. Isn't it? Like, who calls a song Lip Up Fatty? I mean, he did lip up, didn't he? Because his lips didn't move. But I didn't really notice Nini Nana Nana Nunu. Then when Lip Up Fatty came on, I was like, is this still Susie? So I clicked my phone and I was like, it's not Susie. Thank God she didn't go down this route. Like, she's not gone back. And I was listening. I was like, there's, there's, is this it? Like, legit, I was like, is this it? I was like, where is... And then Special Brew was the next one. I was like, okay, I can get down with this. It's got a bit of, a, bit of some ink. It's got a bit catchy. All right, fine. And Lorraine was a bit catchy, but... Then you get just a feeling in Can Can. It's back to, is this it? Am I actually listening to this in my car? This it? Yeah. When there is a bit of vocal, it's so quiet. It's like, you're pointless. And it's not party. Not at all. Nothing. Like, I can't even explain. But it is, I guess it is a bit of fun. And you can tell when you're watching it, they are having fun. But I really thought there was going to be some sort of party vibe. There's just not much there. There's not much there. Like, how are these even in? Go on. What what genre are these? Where do these come under? Because scar. Oh they're yeah, scar. You do. that's what I said. Yeah. They're like they're but, okay, madness. Yeah. How are these special, like them? Specials. There you go. How are these like them? I didn't even. Well, that's what they're based on. That. It's but I suppose it's a it's an evolve because as I said, madness and that were from the late seventies and then obviously 
into the 80s. Yeah. These were just 80s. So they've got the 80s sound, I suppose. There isn't no 80s sound. It's just sound. Okay. (laughs) I don't get it. I don't get why people would buy an album of just sound. Well, they obviously did. And it's seriously like in the video for Walking in the Sunshine, legit, they're like on a beach and they like emerge from the water and then they're on a boat and all the like, oh my goodness, one of the guitars fell in the sea and I was like, do you know how much that costs? That's your guitar, ruined. But the vote, again, quotation marks, but the vocalist, he's having the time of his life and it's like everyone else wanted to kind of take it seriously and he's like, now we're not taking it seriously. We're just going to jump in the water. But he's not having to do anything, so of course. But isn't that, that I suppose, is that what Scar's like? I mean, okay, specials yeah, not so but, much, but madness was yeah, like yeah. that. And I suppose that's what they're basing no themselves more madness on is the madness. Madness had something to actually listen to and enjoy. This doesn't have anything that can pull you in it's kind of you're waiting for when is it coming in it's just instrumental and it's not much like i don't know that special brew yeah that was all right it was nice and catchy and the veins quite catchy but that's it okay well i'll tell you about them so bad manners are douglas trendle otherwise known as buster blood vessel <laughs> why <laughs> what sort of name is that see he's an odd man and this is what i mean by this week they're all a bit odd and they're all a bit out there never seen anyone like him yeah so he was a vocalist and then i didn't didn't write anyone else down because there was 18 past members and 10 current members now, I don't know whether it hasn't been updated and they've actually, if they are still going, yeah. I mean, they're obviously not, they might be just obviously touring with their old music. They're certainly not releasing anything. Good. However, the original members I did find out included Louis Alfonso, Martin Stewart, Winston Bazumis, Chris Kane, Paul Hyman and David Farron. And funny enough, you was on about the, um, the covers and that. David Farron was the person who designed their logo. What, with the animated? I don't, I don't, whether it's bad manners or, I don't, yeah, I don't know. He just, it just said he designed the logo. Interesting. Um, they were formed in Manor House, London in 1976, after all going to school together at Woodbury Down. So they're friends. So they're all friends. So they're not going to tell him to disappear, are they? They're just going to let him carry on. So, well, as I say, there is past members and that. So, but the original members were those who I said, but again, there was no information on them. I can't tell you what instruments they played or anything like that. So, as I say, they are a Scar band. After disbanding in 1995, Buster bought a hotel in Margate. Oh. And he called it Fatty Towers. Oh, my God. And it was like the food, evidently, was the portions were big. Oh, my goodness. So he is an odd man. So, yeah. And um, he actually sponsored Margate FC while, um, so they had fatty towers on their shirts. It's not what you want on your shirt, is it? I mean, <laughs> he's an odd human. So he'd done that for a season. However, fatty towers didn't last. It closed in 1998. Oh, so it didn't last long at all. No. He's literally just having... I like that he doesn't take himself too seriously. That's what I do like about him. He doesn't take himself too seriously. You know, they went on top of the pops and wore hula skirts. He went on top of the pops and did the can-can in a bright yellow... Like, it was like a Spanish dress. So I like that. But there's just no... There's no content. There's nothing there. No. So Martin Stewart, he left in 1991 and joined Selector where he stayed for 15 years. I don't know what's worse. At least Selector had singing, but their songs were too much. Yeah. Paul Hyman, he now works in the London Stock Exchange. So he's no. going to can to the London Stock Exchange. <laughs> it shows you. Wow. So, yeah. So they had six albums in the 80s, and they had nine albums in total. Okay. They had a few songs as well in the top 40. And yeah, as I say, they had four top tens. So are you ready to see where they all where they were that you listened to? If Special Brew and Lorraine aren't in the top 10, then people are weird. I'm guessing Can Can will be, but that's probably the only one that is like a party song. 
it's more for taking the mick because you just do the cow cam constantly. Okay. Yeah, let's find so out. You're putting your money on Special Brew and Lorraine. Well, that's what I'd want to do. They're the only ones with a bit of content and a bit of life in them. So they had four top tens, remember? Yeah. Two more than Susie and the Banshees. Which fact, I don't understand. More, one of them, one of Susie and the Banshees was from 1978. Mm. So 1980, Nee Nee Na 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 Nu Nu. Can't even say it, seriously. Number, uh, what number what? 28. I thought, oh, okay, I didn't hear the 20. I was like, geez. Okay, yeah. In 1980 as well, Lip Up Fatty. Yeah. Got to number 15. Okay. In 1980, Special Brew. Yeah. Their biggest hit, number three. I'll take that. The same as Dear Prudence, Prudence which was Susie Nabansi's biggest hit. But that, yeah, that doesn't compare. Like, that's weird. But that, um, you lot, in the 80s, what? Like, it's like, I'd understand if you didn't have anything else to listen to, but there's so much music in the 80s. And this is what you were into. This doesn't make sense. Okay. 1980, Lorraine, number 21. Worse than Lip Up Fatty. But Lorraine, uh, I'm, I'm speechless. Okay. 1981, Just a Feeling, number 13. Okay. Was it four top tens, not top 20s? Top tens, yeah? Top tens, yeah. Yeah, okay. So we've only had one. Yeah. All right. 1981, Can Can, number three. I'm not, um, with Can Can, I'm not surprised because of what, like, I know that, like, it is that type of, everyone does it, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not surprised, but there's still two more. And 1981, Walking in the Sunshine, number 10. Okay. That weren't too bad. That one weren't too, I can tolerate that one. 1981, Buono Sarah, Don't Be Angry. Savar, I mean, Bruno Savar, don't be angry. Number 34. Okay. And lastly, My Girl Lollipop, My Boy Lollipop, 1982, it got to number nine. Okay. But do you know what baffles me? It's the fact that, because I know, because we've said before, I still don't know how they work out the top 40 with all the downloads and everything, because like I say, me downloading all these 80s, how am I not bopping them up like? But anyway. I don't think one person makes a big difference. No, I know. But I mean, like, if you down, if you got Spotify and everyone of your generation got Spotify and you only listen to 80s, wouldn't that pop them up? Do you know what I mean? Mm. That's what again. I'm not saying me personally, would I not get them in? I'm saying, is it just my generation that they take in? I don't know. But obviously yours is a lot more straightforward. You went out, you bought them and it went on sales. So I'm just thinking people bought these. They chose to buy these. After hearing it on the radio, and yeah, they, went, they got up, they got on the bus or whatever, went into town as it was, went into our price, their hard earned money, and bought that single. That. Well, yeah, to listen to Nee 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 no, I wasn't. I wasn't um, bad manners. No, it's all right then. No, okay. Do you want to do you want to move on? Because I'm I'm getting the vibes. You weren't a fan. Not really. No, I'm not going to be surprised. That this is a miss. <laughs> to be honest. Well, you never but know. We will move on. We will move on. Maybe that was the one you weren't sure Ooh, of. You still decided. I'll let you know. Yeah, you know. yeah. <laughs> so we will move on to bow wow wow. Yeah. So these, when I first listened, I swear there was more, but there's only three, right? Um, there's what three? Yeah, uh, songs you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, three songs. Right. Because yeah. first time I listened, so I had more, and then when I listened again, I was like, oh, is that it? I recognise I want candy, and it's a nice version. I'm guessing when I've heard it other times, it's one that's been covered a lot. Again, these are easy listening, and again, they're a bit, a bit odd. Distinctive sounds come back, and the main vocalist, like the woman, she like talks and sings. Like, it's weird. It's like she doesn't have to put much effort into the singing. She's talking. I don't know. It's like a singful talk. It, I can't explain it. But, yeah, and the lyrics don't always make sense. Like, go wild in a country. That's just a bit hit and miss with what they're actually going on about. So they do whatever there, I guess. It's a good song, though, isn't it, eh? Yeah, I didn't mind it. 
Yeah, I didn't mind it. Yeah, that, like the more I listened to it, what was your favourite? I want candy. We want. I want yeah, candy. Yeah. yeah, these were quite hard to see. Pick. Mine, mine would be go wild in well, the country. It was nearly go wild in the country because you know how I always try and step away from ones that I recognise, and I nearly went for go wild in the country. But it's a do I don't I do I like it do I not I don't know. Like the first system was like no, the second system was like yeah, it, oh, and C thirty C sixty C ninety go odd. What is it? What is with these names? It C thirty well C sixty and C nineties were. Cassettes, and that's how long they were. Right. So you had the sixty minute and your ninety minute, or hour and a half, whatever you want to say. So now, oh. that, that's what they were. But what the songs about, and I don't know. But that's what C C sixty and C ninety. That's what that stood for. It weren't about a cassette. Weren't about anything like that. This is what I mean. Like lyrics don't really make sense. No. Although, funny enough, their their next song, which obviously wasn't a hit, was your cassette pet. How weird. That's very weird. Which got to number 58. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that big comment did it. But I don't know. Like, and no, not, none of the three sound the same. Like, none of them are the same. Like, she sings differently in each one. They all have a different sound, like, music wise. So, what it was weird to listen to, enjoyed I Want Candy. And to be honest, I was near, like, I nearly did research and look up others, but I, I don't know, time got away with me and I didn't. So I am intrigued at what others may sound like because they don't sound the same in any of them. I mean, they, the others, just so you know, I'll just, I'll just quickly run through the others. So the, you had your cassette pet, number 58. You had W-O-R-K, so work, but it's, it's got dots in between it, with no, nah, no, no, my daddy don't. That got to number 62. Then you had Prince of Darkness, that got to number 58. Then you had Chihuahua, got to number 51. Then you had, you had Go Wild in the Country. Then you had Sea Jungle, Jungle Boy, and TV Savage, obviously a double a double A side. Mm-hmm. That got to number 45. Then you had I Want Candy. And then you had, in 1983, Do You Want to Hold Me, number 47. Oh. So they weren't, but they weren't that far out of the top 40 no but no i am intrigued into what they sound like because none of these sounded the same like they're all different it's like was that just them or were they trying to find their sound i think it was i mean it's funny because when i tell you the makeup of the band and how they got together it's you know but um they had two albums in the 80s but only one of them actually charted so the other one was a flop anyway and obviously that's when they called it a day i guess yeah but um they did have Two top ten hits. Oh, okay. Out of the three that I listened to. Out of the three. So isn't that weird? Two. So they had so two the same top 10 as hits. Susie and the Banshees. Mm. It's still shocking. I feel like Susie and the Banshees should have done a bit better. I feel like the three to have two top ten hits and then no other hits in the forties. Like it's a bit, bit weird. And it's like bad manners is getting in the top forty. Yeah, leaves baffles me. But. They're very bold. I like her hair. She's making a statement. She's got that shaved side, doesn't she? How old do you think she was? She looks very young. Yeah. I want to say like 22, 23, like early 20s, I'd say. Okay. You might be shocked. Oh, okay. So Bow Wow Wow are Annabella Lewin Mm -hmm. on vocals. Yeah. Dave Barbarossa. Have you heard that name before? I believe you have. Yeah, because I feel like the last time you said it, you couldn't say it properly. Matthew Ashman, another one you've heard before. Why have I had these? And Lee Gorman on bass, another one you've heard. Right, why so, have I heard these? They're a new wave pop band. Yeah, I've so got they that. Were probably the first pop. Okay. One of the first. Yeah, I can see that. They were formed in 1980 by Malcolm McLaren who was also behind the Sex Pistols, and we've already mentioned this okay. week, with um, Sid Vicious, who was in Susie and the Banshees originally. Yeah, yeah. He recruited Dave Barbarossa, Matthew Ashman, and Lee Gorman from Adam and the Ants. Ah, they're the Ants. They're the Ants. Ah. So they left to join, which is when obviously Adam Ant became Adam Ant. They left to join Bow Wow Wow. Okay. But I did better in Bow Wow Wow. Now, Boy George was in the lineup, but like as the backing singer or dancer. What with Bow Wow Wow? Yeah, he was being considered 
for the lead vocalist, but McLaren eventually decided on 13-year-old Lewin. Wait, that's the main, the, the, the singer. She's 13. Yes, she was 13. So bearing in mind they split up in 1983. Yeah. In your videos, the oldest she would have been was 17. But I watched Wild in the Country, so whatever year that was. Yeah. Because I did watch I Want Candy, but it was Top of the Pops that I saw how young she was, really. Because uh-huh. there's more focus on the band, there's in the video. So Go Wild in the Country was 1982. So what, 15? Like 15, 16. 16, 15, 16, yeah. yeah. Wow. 22. Thought, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, she, she looks older. I'd rather that. I always get told to look like an 18 year old. So, <laughs> rather that. Dreams. You just say in your dreams. <laughs> I got ID today, have you? I will let you know. So, the band broke up in 1983, although in 1997, Lewin and Gorman reformed the band with a new guitarist, Dave Kaloon, and a drummer, Eshan Kadaru. Right. 97? Yes. So, oh. Matthew Ashman, who was the original guitarist, he had died at 35 in 1995, two years before they um, reformed, uh, due to complications from diabetes. But you say the whole old he was. It's a bit weird that they were in a band with a 13-year-old. Yeah, but this isn't... We're now in 1995. Yeah, at the age of 35. This is over 10 years. So he'd have been in his 20s. Yeah. So she's yeah. 17 and what have you. In there. By the end? Yeah. She was 13 when they begun. So by the end, say he was 20, 24, at the yeah. beginning, he was 20. Okay, no, that, mm, that's still seven years difference, you know, still a bit. At 30, when you got, like, she's a child and they're adults, that's what I'm getting at, bit odd. In 2010, Barbarossa, who never reformed with them, he did join for a 15th anniversary of Ashman's death. Right. And um, they obviously done a tour or whatever, whether it was... Um, like proceeds or, went to his yeah. or whatever I don't know but yeah however both Gorman and Luen still perform even now even now but Gorman now performs as Bow Wow Wow Band and Annabella as Annabella's Bow Wow Wow oh so they're not together then no, no. Oh. so they've been doing that since 2012 after Gorman launched a new Bow Wow Wow Facebook page and started performing without Annabella's consent. Oh. So there's now two Bow Wow Wows, but there's no new material. They're just obviously doing the music. But yeah. Like doing what they hmm. used to. I'm intrigued as to what she looks like now. Whether she still does her shave there. So as I said earlier, two albums in the 80s, but only one charted yep. and two top 10 singles. Well, that's going to be Go Wild in the Country and I Want Candy if it's not. Well, it could be your C30, C9, C60, C90 Go. What a mouthful. Which like was released in 1980 as their first single and charted at number 34. Okay, they didn't come in strong. No. But it's their first single. They ne- never really come. You're, like, you're not going to go straight up, are you? So 1982, Go Wild in the Country. Mm-hmm. Number seven. Oh, okay. So I didn't quite make the top the, five no. like um, the previous two groups did. Yeah. In fact, two of Bad Manners did. No need they to carry two on. number threes. No need to carry Special on. Special Brew and Can Can. And I Want Candy, also from 1982, got to number nine. Oh, I so thought that would have done better. Just, just got in. I thought that would have done better, you know. So, yeah. Oh, Okay. Not bad. No. I just think, right, they're just out there this week. Like, you look at them and they're very individual. Uh And the music is just a bit out there. But I can't explain it. Like, I Want Candy is quite normal. I don't want to sound horrible, but I mean, like, just like a standard song. Normal is what I mean. Yeah. And then you've got, like, I don't know, but I think the music's doing something. They're doing something with their music, but they've not got any weird instruments. Like we've had weirder instruments since sounded like normal music, whereas these have got normal instruments and they're doing they're doing something. But it's not just bow wow wow; it's all of them this week. Like even Susie and the Banshees, and they were the most normal sounding group. I don't know. It's just an out there week. All right. 
So on the out, we'll um, see out the outward week with landscape, which is a bit of a weird name for a group. It is, isn't it? What did you think of landscape? Well, there's only two songs. I mean, it's only one more than Bow Wow Wow. But I feel like when you have three songs, you can compare more. Whereas two songs, you've only got them to go by, and that's it. You can compare to each, and that's it. They're not bad. Like I've already said, even these different sounds, like we've just got various sounds through the week. But Einstein A Go Go starts off weird. It's got good content, a bit catchy, you know. I feel like it needs that bit more of a vocal in it, though. But it did become my first one, uh, my favourite one, when I listened to Norman Bates again, and that one comes off a bit creepy. Especially, And then I watched a video, and I was like, oh, this is like a stalkerish video. They're like scientists, you know. They look like scientists. It doesn't help that they've got a song with Einstein in it, and they literally are like scientists in video. But even in Norman Bates, they're like, they've got big glasses, very formal. They look like you could see them in a lab. That's what they look like. I've never seen anyone like that in like a making music. So I don't know whether they just add a little go at it and manage to hit a bit of a big time. But yeah, Norman Bates is a bit creepy, although and it's slow starting. Yeah. I do like Norman Bates. Like, I did like that song. But the more I listened to it, the more I was like, a bit odd. He's coming across a bit weird. But Einstein and Go Go became my favourite because it's repetitive and uh, you know, there's that catchy bit, and I like that. Although a bit long. So it does it does appear on 80s compilations. Oh, okay. I did also put the 80s sounders in there again. Yeah. Got the 80s from that, but not from Norman Bates from Einstein and Go Go. Uh-huh. So yeah, they weren't that bad. But it's hard when there's only two. But I did, yeah. They just came across a bit creepy in Norman Bates. Okay. So landscape are or were Richard Burgess vocals and drums so okay. a bit of a phil a collins a... a drummer stroke vocalist ah. christopher heaton on keyboards andy pask on bass peter toms on trombone stroke keyboards okay. and john waters on keyboards right not gonna lie i didn't know there were that many people in there when you watch the videos i swear it looks like two or three like it looks really small didn't know like when you kept going i was like where are these people? Where were these people? So yeah, five. Uh, okay. And it looks like they were all from formation to the end. I think. Okay. Well, no, they weren't actually. Sorry, I tell a lie because um, two of them left in '82 before the final album was released. I've just seen in my notes. <laughs> so they were formed in London in 1974. Okay. Um, they're obviously electronic, as you've obviously realised. Yeah. And they had two albums in the 80s, and they had three in total, but only one again charted. Okay, so that explains uh, not, amount, not a big amount of songs again. Yeah. So Heaton and Toms both left in 1982 before the final album was released. They probably just thought, oh, here we go um, again. It's not going to get anywhere. Let's give up. And the remaining trio um, released two singles... Under the name of Landscape 3. Oh, okay. So they changed it up a bit. And then that disbanded in 1984. So they didn't go on for that long, did they? No, they didn't even release an album under Landscape 3. It was just two singles. So they obviously didn't do anything. So a bit of um, trivia now. Andy, well, a bit of trivia it was for me. You probably wouldn't even know what this TV programme is. But Andy Pask, the um, bass player, he went on to co-write the theme tune to The Bill. I know The Bill. Well, there you go. Not that young. I know The Bill. That was still around when I was young. Like the the theme tune. The the theme tune, yeah. He co-wrote it. Well, they did well with that. Yeah. Ah, well, that's cool. Yes. So they had one top ten single. Ooh. Will it be the one you went with? So, both of them were released in 1981. So we've come to our first, well, not first, we've had some other 1981s up till now, but another 1981 is, so Einstein Go-Go got to number five. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm glad it was that one out with you. Norman Bates, meanwhile, also released in 1981, 
Number 40. Oh, it's only just. Only, only just. just. Oh, they weren't very good, were they? No. They weren't. And that was their two hits. The... That was their only two. That was it. That got into the charts. That... They weren't a big hit with. Is it? Yeah, well, not got... a big hit with the fans, are they? Well, do they even there. have any fans? <laughs> <laughs> well, don't know. <laughs> don't know. Maybe people tried. So that, that, that is this week's music. Yeah. Groups. It's been an odd week, as I keep saying. Like a mix, yeah. a mismatched week. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, I've listened to other, like, just, it's bad manners. Just don't include anyone like that next time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. Okay. So are you ready for your hit and miss? Have you now decided? Yeah. 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 Okay. So Susie and the Banshees. That was a hit. That one was easy. Uh-huh. Um, I did Which really enjoy that. Is, I was worried about them because you don't like The Cure. Well, when you mentioned The Cure, I was like, I don't like them. Why do I like these? Like, but there's been, other, there's been others like that where I've liked someone and you're like, I'm surprised you don't like these because you like this one. So, yeah. But no, but they sound different. It's not like they're clones of each other. Like, yeah, they've got someone from The Cure in there, but they're not, they don't sound the same at all. Like, Susie and the Banshees have got a bit of fun and a bit of, a bit of oomph, a bit of beat, you know, whereas The Cure was just a bit draining, if I'm honest. So, yeah. So they were a hit. I'd listen to them again, honestly. I don't know what I'm asking, but bad manners. (laughs) No, no. Never again am I going to play them. (laughs) Ever. It clearly you don't like Scarf, a a... selector, bad manners. Yeah, but I like bad manners. And you liked English like Beat, I think, as well. Uh, yeah, I, I, I did. I don't think See? you were a fan of the like specials, it. though. No, yeah. weren't a fan of them. Yeah. See, I'm not predictable. I've said that. But mm. I mean, these again don't sound like anything like Madness or English Beat. There's nothing in there, so they're just on their own. They're on that. They are in a box on their own over there. I okay. could put the selector with them because I didn't like that, yeah. but... Okay. So, Bow Wow Wow is the one bow, that wow, I'm in and throwing on. And I've put it as a miss. A miss? Yeah. Oh, but I also really want to go over here. Like, I don't know. It's hard. I can't. I can't decide. Because I like it. And maybe I should just listen to more and then be like the rest I like or the rest I don't like. Do you know what I mean? Because I literally can't decide. Like, usually if I'm on the fence about something, I can make a decision. But I'm on the fence about these because it's because they all sound different from each other. And, I mean, if I was going off my average, I liked two out of three songs, so that would be a hit. I'd listen to those two again. But then I'm also like, they are a bit out there. They're, like, they're a bit different. Do I actually, would I actually enjoy listening to a whole album of them? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's where I am. It's like, I don't know where to put them. Yeah. Which is probably like they were in the 80s, because as I said, they had only one what? album yeah, yeah, done anything. And obviously they weren't a lot around for long, so they're, they literally got there. I think the way McLaren was, he just wanted to get, form a band. He obviously saw Adam and the Ants had broke up. He used, or, he, you know, whether it was they broke up, Mm. before or after he took the actual the ants away I don't know but he took them um, obviously for whatever reason didn't go with Boy George probably good yeah. for Boy George to be honest went with this young girl and they got a couple of hits That's and it, then really. yeah. off they went Yeah, <laughs> but they obviously made their money or he made their, mm. his money in, in that, that quick, quick little span of yeah. music i just don't know like i really i thought i was decided but when when it got to it i was like Egh. i don't know so we're saying miss if that's if i'm gonna go off average okay but i would listen to two out of three songs again so it's like that is a hit really but would i listen to a whole album that's the question i'm not like ecstatic about them but i do like their sound so I'm I just not know. getting the vibes i had like with say the vapors yeah, who probably had the yeah. same amount of sort of songs i only had two and one of them was out in the top 40 anyway, but I don't know. Like, I do like it. Yeah, I'm not ecstatic about them, but 
but I do like them. So when I say a myth, okay, we'll put them as a miss because I'm so on the fence, I can't decide. There's obviously something stopping me, but I do like them. I don't want to just chuck them with all the other misses that I completely disregard. They're not that. Like they probably would still come on, you know, wouldn't skip them. Mm-hmm. They're in that type of miss. Wouldn't skip it. I am on the fence. I might, if I get time, explore them a bit more and I might be able to say something else, but I don't know. They're okay. just very. Right. I can't decide. So yeah, landscape. And then yeah, they they were a miss. Uh, just yeah, it was just a bit a bit odd. I did enjoy Einstein a go go, and I did. Norman Bates isn't that bad, but the more I listened to him, the more I was like, no, like, no, yeah, like not getting anything from you. Okay, next week then. Yeah. Are you ready? You've only got four. Okay. But you've got some crackers. Oh, okay, okay, all right. All right, you say that, but am I going to say that? So we have got new music, spelled with a K. That's the that's the band. That's the band, new music. Okay. Split ends, as in E-N-Z. Okay. Level 42. Okay. And Talking Heads. See, when you say crackers, I always think I'm going to recognise someone. Don't recognise anyone. Never heard of it. We're really getting into like the mist of the 80s now, aren't we? Where these are just. So, two of these are from 1980 or formed or had their hit first hit, shall I say, in 1980. Mm-hmm. And two of them, 1981. Okay. So, yeah, we're getting in there now, aren't we? Okay. So, we're what, starting to. Are they get some all the same ones. genre? Is it a mismatch for me week again? Um, uh, I'm not sure, actually. I'd probably say no, but they could well be. Um, okay. They might overlap yeah. and have similarities, but not direct. No. Okay. Well, we'll see how it goes. Yes. You've not spoken about any of them before, I don't think. So I'm not. sure I have, because one of them for me is the most underrated band of the 80s or group. Who's that? I'm not saying. You're not going to reveal I'm that. I'm not saying. All right, then. Okay. Oh, well, we'll see what I think. We Just will. as long as it's got more content than Bad Man, it's a thing for the, the right street. Okay. Well, I'll send those songs over to you. Yeah. For you to enjoy during the week. Yes. And we will listen. catch up possibly next week, mm-hmm. but maybe the week after because yeah. I am on holiday. Yeah. Um, but we will see if we can fit it in for next week. Yes. Otherwise, it will definitely be the week after. Yeah. Might be might be a missed week of a release. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you enjoy your week's music. Yes. And we may talk next week, but definitely the week after. Yeah. All right then. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Take care. You too. See you. Bye. Bye.